Hey, listeners, this is Kim Honeycutt. So glad you're friends with us and a part of what we're doing. This is Kim Honeycutt, and I'm joined today with two of my favorite people. LJ's here. Hello, everybody. Emily Ford is with us. Hello, listeners. Hi. And there's an empty chair because we're not in this podcast of Hear Voices not interviewing someone. We're actually going to process a scripture and more than just a scripture about me questioning the scripture. God's processed me with this scripture and people's reaction. Some people responded and some people reacted to my questioning of this scripture. And we're just going to have a candid conversation about that. Love it. Yeah? Yeah. Emily, on board? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, everybody. Okay. So this is what happened. So you know how we always talk about, I mean, every religion has the same golden rule. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. It's Luke 6, 31. It's also Matthew 7. So everybody agrees on this. Yes. Well, one day, my friends, I started questioning it, and I thought, ah, I feel better because I just realized it doesn't apply to me. Not in the same way it applies to other people. And I felt relieved. I was like, oh, this is different for me. So I decided I need to explore this because God has taught me that I can think and I can do. I struggle to feel. Now, I have a lot of passion and I can feel anger. But my true emotions around something are very repressed. Goes to childhood, you didn't get to think and feel. Right? I just, I just thought I had to think my way through different scenarios mm-hmm. right so i right. have learned my way of being vulnerable and being able to feel the emotions is processing out loud publicly huh. now do you think i'm thrilled that i have to be that vulnerable and humble around other people no and god knows that a lot of people won't speak on a topic unless they're an expert on it mm-hmm. right. like they really research it and know it right well i've just learned that he needs me sharing it whether it's in a group like this or it's on a facebook live saying, hey, I'm questioning this and hearing other people's comments, and then I can feel it, and then he gives me the next part of it. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So that's my process. Okay. Right? Interesting. Yes. Yeah, my process. Mm -hmm. So I did a Facebook Live about, and I posted, hey, the golden rule doesn't apply to me. And so people said, well, you're contradicting Scripture. I said, I know. I don't know what to do. I'm in God's Word every day. First thing I do when I wake up is I get on my knees and I pray to my Almighty Father. I'm in the Word almost every day. I'm reading the Word. Like, and all of a sudden, I'm like, it doesn't apply to me. Well, this is what I thought of. So here's the thing. If I treat you, Emily, the way I want to be treated, it won't have any regard for you. Correct. That makes sense. So that's what I really it took me. I'm sure other people are smarter than me. And they figured I didn't. It took me a while to realize it. this does apply to me. But what I have to do is really understand that I want to be around people who will treat me with me in mind. Right. And I will treat you with you in mind. Yes. So I can't literally take this scripture literally. I can't treat you literally the way that I want to be treated. I have to treat you in the way that meaning we all need to treat each other with regard to the other person and regard to ourselves. Right. Does that make any yeah. sense? I think it makes perfect sense. And I was like, there, there's two things two things in that. One, I've heard it said, um, this was actually in a leadership training I was in one time that was talking about managing people. And they, um, the instructor called it the platinum rule, 
which is do unto others as they would want you to do unto them. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then um, another piece of it when you were saying, like, if I, thinking about it for you, one of the best things someone could do for you, Kim, is give you a microphone and put you on a stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speak. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. You are speak. in heaven. Speak. Heaven. Yeah. yeah. It works now, for me. if you did that to someone who is intensely shy, right. intensely introverted, that right. is the worst thing it would you be, could do. It would be insensitive. Yes. It would hurt them. Right. Right. And so why would you treat them the way you want to be treated? Right. So I get it. And I, I want... Like now, preach a great example, and I like the way the platinum thing is that I am going to treat you the way that I want to be treated, which means I want to treat you with you in mind. Yes. So I want you. So here's everybody. If you know me, and you're listening. If you're talking to me and you say no offense, you are not taking me in consideration. Mm-hmm. I I do not like people saying that to me. When people say this is going to make you angry, or you're going to think I'm silly. When you say that, that is coming from your own pain, maybe how you want to be talked to. Right. You are not considering me because I promise you people that this brain, this mind is a bad neighborhood. Don't go up here alone. Don't think for me. Don't decide what offends me. Don't decide what I'm going to think is silly or crazy. And if you know me, you already know that about me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Because very, very little offends me because mm-hmm. I've done the work right so when someone says no offense you might need to hear that when i'm talking to you i don't want you so the minute you say that i'm separate from you right and i always feel like why 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 do we say it that way and to me instead what it really means is i'm saying i'm scared what i'm going to say is uh, will offend you why not just say it that way just say like i'm gonna say this to you but i'm worried it might offend you and then that gives you the opportunity to say i'm not easily offended you can say whatever and that's what i would say is that though i don't want that Mm -hmm. i want people to realize that if you are struggling like if you're saying if you say no offense to somebody you are saying that you think i'm emotionally fragile right true you're deciding my emotional fortitude and my emotional intelligence for me you don't you're not aware of that unless you're in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. And then you know that very little <laughs> bothers me. People, listen to me. My mother hated me, rejected me. Please bring your rejection on. Like, right. it, God made it good that I had so much rejection. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm telling you, I would be, as an adult, traveling for some reason, and I would call mom and say, hey, I'm near your house. Can I come by and see you? And she's like, she's like no. <laughs> she's like, you stress me. Don't come here. Like, I'm telling you, that has no effect on me today mm-hmm. because I have learned how to process that, feel that, use it for God's glory, use right. it to help other people get free, and so it doesn't hurt me. Now, do right. I want people to try to intentionally reject me? No, but it has lost the power over me. So when you say, no offense, you think I'm going to be bothered by something right? as if I have not done the work. That's absolutely right. And people wouldn't realize that you're right if they weren't in your inner circle. That's right. But what I think, let me ask you this question, is you were saying that that doesn't apply to you, but not in the normal sense. I mean, it... I mean, the golden rule. Yeah, the golden rule. It does. It does apply to you. It does apply. not like the common sense that we've been taking it for centuries. Right. Right. So when I put it out there, and thank you for saying that, I want to clarify this. When I put it out there on social media and said it doesn't apply to me, and I did a Facebook Live, after I did it, God said, okay, now it does apply to you. Let me tell you how. Right. Mm -hmm. But see, my process, and if my process upsets you, well, maybe you need to be upset. 
because mm-hmm. God has a gift in that for you. Right. There's a reason why you're upset. It's still my process. Yeah. If my need bothers you, it's still my need. Mm-hmm. That's right. It doesn't change that, right? So I have to find <laughs> safe people to be around that can handle that. So God showed me you are to treat people where they are because that's what you want. You're asking people to not say no yes. offense. So it means if you're right. talking to somebody, instead of being so blunt, because that's just who I am and candid, you need to remember your audience. You're asking them to remember you. Right. You got to remember them. So, so it you, does apply to me. But mm-hmm. you would you would then say someone outside your circle would say, no offense, but I need to ask you a question or right. something, or I have a I might have a concern. Right. But you don't want that back. That's loving people well. That's right. It's okay. Loving people well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if I know Emily has a different, and sensitivity is not the right word. I wish we were all sensitive. Like I'm not saying that. People, mm-hmm. people think right. sensitivity is a handicap. Personalizing everything happens around you is a handicap. Not sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I know Emily's a little bothered if someone comments on on her. Like maybe my appearance. On her appearance, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I, so I go, hey. I know this might be a little hard for you, but you have a bat in your cave. (laughs) (laughs) I use that same thing. Right? Like, I'm going to be a little more gentle. Where if you looked at me, you're like, Kim, you're a dirty person. Go blow your nose. (laughs) And I'm fine. Like, I'm fine with that harshness because I don't don't consider it harsh. But I I have to remember not everybody hears and sees the world the way I do. So this golden rule is beautiful. We are to do unto others. But the doing... Is not as literal as we think it is. That's that's yes. right, and that's where I was thinking about it when you were talking about maybe doing this as a topic for your podcast, and that to me, you do unto others as they want to be done because that is what they want. You change right. your behavior Thank for you. them. Thank so you. So to me, that makes absolutely right. S- but you're saying sense. it better, and I'm saying that's why I need mm-hmm. y'all because what I'm trying to say to people is. Like, people know I've worked so hard to know my emotional needs. Mm -hmm. So your adult life is you seeking to fulfill your emotional needs. Mm -hmm. Just most of us do it subconsciously so it never happens. Mm -hmm. So I have done 24 years of work. I know my needs, so I will tell you. So when you decide for me, then you are not doing unto me as Mm-hmm. I want done for me, right? I think that's With hard me? for people. Yeah, I yeah. think that's hard for people mm-hmm. to get because you, I, and I'm thinking about my childhood, my dad, that was the first, and he's not even religious. Right. But his, his mm-hmm. rule in the house was don't lie and the golden rule. Wow. And so I grew mm-hmm. up with those two virtues, if you will. And so to me, it was literally treat people how I wanted to be treated. Mm-hmm. But it was more from a humanity standpoint. Yes. Respect them yes. as a human. Right. Mm-hmm. Say please. Say yes. thank mm-hmm. you. Open the door. Smile. You know, do those kind of things. Not once did we get that deep. Right. And so you're bringing right. this up. Got me thinking about it. And I'm like, wow. This is. I think this is the third version of this because there was the mm-hmm. first point right where i think people were literal and it was in the old testament correct me if mm-hmm. i'm wrong but it was an eye for an eye a tooth for a tooth mm-hmm. right? right so you do unto others as they did to you they took your eye you took their eye you know mm-hmm. they took yours mm-hmm. they, you took mm-hmm. theirs you know that kind of thing then jesus came and said hey hey hey, hey that's a little harsh <laughs> <laughs> this, this is paraphrasing okay right. people like, hey, well, that was a few chapters mm-hmm. matthew luke john whatever okay yeah. right dot 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 it, people now, you know, this, this means kindness, bring people close to you, listen to them, 
Right. See what their needs are. Right. Find your perspectives and your enemy. Your enemy is not overseas. Your enemy is within your family, within mm. your friendships, within mm. the people mm-hmm. you work with, the people you are close to. But Kim, you've got such a great insight. Mm. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it the way that you're describing it or look right. at it, have that perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and again, I, I appreciate that. I think it's just a, about like it, again, when I did the Facebook Live, it upset some people. and But it was still my process. Right. They mm-hmm. just might have it's been there before I got there. Right. But mm-hmm. I get there through pe- speaking publicly because otherwise I won't humble my, the vulnerability is just not there. Because, again, I can think and I can take action. I've started an organization. I've started a private practice. I can mm-hmm. take a lot of action. It doesn't mean I'm in the moment. It doesn't mean I'm digging in. And this is how I dig in and remove anything, right. anything that keeps me from the Father's love. And, Emily, I mean, uh, you had said earlier that loving Kim was giving her a microphone. That's all you did. Yeah, you took true. your mo- microphone and, <laughs> right. and that's what it's you true. to do. Right. But that was what I thought of when you're like, do into others. Just thinking specifically about people in my life that I'm like, if I did that. It's like, it's right. Like, well, I'll, I'll out it. My husband is one of the most quiet, introverted, shy people. He is. If, he, he, if you gave him, he would be so upset. Like, that would hurt him. If you put him on a stage and gave him a microphone. Right. So right, when right. I think about that, but then I think about for you, that's the most rewarding attention yeah. given. You, it just right. is showing you love if right. I did that for you. Right. That's and right. so that's where I think of it as right. you got to take the person into, right. into account when you think right. about it. Yeah. And yeah. I also have to remember, I'm a literal thinker. So I'll give you an example. I had a woman. She's an amazing woman. She's come so far. And, and so she said... I prefer, she's an older woman, she said, I prefer to seek female doctors, female attorneys, and she said, no offense, I know your dad's a lawyer. I got to tell you, I lost, I stopped speaking to her because I was trying to make sense of why that would be offensive to my father, who is still a practicing attorney, been an attorney for over 50 years, does incredibly well financially, and I want him to keep working, I enjoy his money, I need y'all to know that. <laughs> and, but he's so humble, you would never know he has any money. He's just a humble man. Right. Why would her saying she prefers a female attorney be offensive to me or my father? How would it change his success, his character? How would it change anything about him? So where's the offense? Like, I'm serious. No, she was where's afraid. Where's the offense? She was afraid you were going to react. Why? That she had somehow insulted your dad and said, I wouldn't use him oh, as a I lawyer because I insul- only want women. She's insulting you, not necessarily your dad. But that she was excluding your dad because he was in that profession and being male. How would my dad ever feel excluded or weak in any way when his success is gigantic? Her one word sitting in my office, how would that... Like, I'm too literal. I don't think it's your dad. I'm too literal. It's Mm -hmm. it's she would think that you would feel like you... you, Because it's your dad. Right. You love your dad. Right. And she's saying that could offend you. It would never. Even though it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Never. But that's why she said it. I don't... My when little you say brain. Emily, when you I say would. that's why she said it. And it's probably. My little brain doesn't get it. Right. And it's probably. And, yeah. But and you're literal. Here, I'm going to talk about <laughs> her now. Right. I was like, right. but it may be she's worried about how it's going to land on somebody else. And she's doing, right. oh, I'm, I'm scared to say this out loud. I'm worried it right. might land on somebody weird. That's more not being able to own what you're saying. And being able right. to say that and be okay with putting it out there and not worrying that somebody's right. going to get offended or judged. Right. Because if I got offended by that, I need to go back to therapy. Right, I need to be, in th- if, if that something that simple offends you, and I say this with love, which is my way of saying no offense, mm-hmm, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm, that's the group I'm targeting when I say this, 
that if something like that really gets you and you perseverate on it, it could be a way that the enemy is trying to distract you in this world. If that's mm-hmm. that upsetting to you. I, yeah, and I, and I want to say too, I think as a society, we have always, I, I think we've grasped the concept of, I was just kidding. Oh, I, I, I was, I didn't really right. mean what I said. Right. No offense, but right. because there is so much offense, people yes. have talked mm-hmm. about the offense out there that I, I, I do it. Yeah. And so knowing who you are, I mean, I think I emailed Kim today. I was like, blunt question, because I was like, I'm not even going to say, I'm sorry, I'm asking this. This is silly. I'm like, blunt question, dot, 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 because I finally no, figured what it was out. My, what was my response? I said, that's not a blunt question. Yeah. To me, <laughs> yeah, she did. Just, that's right. just so she would she know, to, to me, it's not blunt. It's clear, and it doesn't waste my time because yeah. she got to the point. Yeah. I appreciate that so much for people. I really do. It Like, I think he's got to think about what applies to you. So let me give you an example. So, like, I will go for a run or something happen, and God will give me a word. He'll give me a sentence. And I will go home and put it into a meme. He's like, somebody needs to hear that. I wish he would tell me exactly who. I would just send it directly to them. Right? Mm-hmm. But I'll take that one sentence, whatever it is, put on a picture, put on social media, and people will be private messaging me, whatever that was for me. Thank you. So this is great. Someone else will write. I like some other stuff you write, but this makes no sense to me. This isn't true. Well, then it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. why do you have so to I'm comment not bothered, on it? Then? I'm not bothered they comment on it. Oh, but okay. I'm, well, well, in a way I am. I'm going to that. Okay. I'm baffled there. Yeah. Not about baffled. Because if it's not for you, that's why I think we get so offended. We make things about us that aren't about us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the enemy wants you thinking that you're important when you're not and, when, and, and vice versa. Right? When you are important, we, we won't claim the importance. We won't mm-hmm. see what True. God's doing right. for us. Right. All right? And so that's why I think it gets me like, well, how would you take the time to write that? Exactly. Because it wasn't for you. I'm still his vessel. I still did exactly what he told me to do. I was obedient. And somebody has to take the time and say, this doesn't make sense to me. Then it's not for you. And that's right? weird. Yeah, because I, I would just stop. If, it, if I didn't understand it or it wasn't true to me, I, then I'm, I stop and I'm like, why is this triggering me? Why isn't this true for me? And then it's more of an insight to me to say, huh, what is it? Right. I would never come back to you and be like, don't say that. Right. right. It's like that's, the same people that have the mass email and then they mass email everyone. Stop emailing everyone. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Well, like you just looked, did what right. you said you didn't want right. people to do. Right. And so right. you're right. right. Why, if it doesn't right. apply to them, let it go. So I think it's because things that do bother us, we we don't have permission to to feel that, see it, and learn how to release it. We recycle. Mm. Instead of release, mm. we, put it back on the we person recycle. We, it keep, we keep eating it. And so when there's okay. a little moment we can, we can pass progressively get some stuff mm. out. And that is why I think people are get offended so much get so bothered yeah. because it's not really that little meme i put out there right like it might be something it else it seems disproportionate to me okay and so after i did all this and guys showed me how you know golden rule does apply to me and how i can look at it uh, i was reading my bible the next day and i got the colossians one this is about one nine through twelve and it says as you learn more and more how god works you will learn how to do your work Ooh, say that again. As you learn more and more how God works, you will learn how to do your work. That's what happens when I do a Facebook Live. That's yeah. what happens when I speak from the stage. Many times I will do a sermon. Afterwards, I'll get even more clarity mm-hmm. because I, I was obedient and I was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. He'll say, okay, now I'm going to show you this. 
Again, can't tell you why. That's how he does it with me. But then I get to more about my work. Because mm-hmm. this is a personal relationship with right. Jesus and me. And it becomes about my work. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, I would tell anybody, I, th- I love the book Colossians in the Bible. It's only four chapters. That's part of why I love it. <laughs> Short and sweet. Get to the point, yeah, people. Right. Kim does not right, have that's time right, for this. That's right. And I feel like all 12 steps from, you know, from AA are in those four chapters. Huh. Okay. And so if you just read Colossians 1 and I read the message version. Oh, this is what else people got upset with me. They said I was rewriting scripture. And I, I'm not, but that is what happens when you do a different version of the Bible. You do rewrite scripture on some level. Because if yes. you read like NIV and you read the message, you, you will yeah. read it differently. Yes. I promise you, I'm not rewriting the golden, golden rule. No. But we do try to find ways to to make it make sense. And so if you're listening, please go read Colossians 1. And then, so 9 is what I just read, part of go, starting at 9. And then 18 through 19, um, actually 18 through 23 really talks about not being bullied by religion. It really talks about um, just not making ourselves look important, right? Being important in Christ because we're doing the work, not doing things to show off. Like it's about God showing off. It's about Jesus is your source, Right, he he's everything, and not tolerating mm-hmm. people who are going to try to run your life, ordering you around. It's just that you join their obsession with angels, that you seek out visions. That's a lot of hot air. That's all they are. It says they're completely out of touch with source of, of life, which is Jesus. He's the one that puts us together. It's His breath. It's His blood that throws through us. And so we're we're so I'm not speaking about scripture out of religion. Like this is talking about. It's hot air. Right. This is me personally figuring out scripture and then sharing it before I'm even completely in it mm-hmm. so that other people who want to come along, come along and that people who don't, it really doesn't bother me. I get baffled. I yeah. do, but mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me because I know that this word says that as you learn more and more how God works, you will learn how to do your work. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul. Not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. That's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it's like you can't stay in the ministry long term. You can't stay. You're not going to be in church for 12 years if you're just gripping. Like it's got to mm-hmm. come from that source mm-hmm. of life within you. And it's okay to question. Mm-hmm. That's relationship. Well, that's how you grow. That's how you yeah. grow. That's how you grow. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was just just thinking about what you said, you know, learning God and learning yourself. I still struggle with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel good about the golden rule with other people, but it's hard to apply it to yourself, you know, to take God in. It really is. I mean, you know it, right. but I've got to learn that in my heart. Right. And that right. does take work. So I'm yeah. trying to get, you know, release the grit, release yeah. the teeth, release the right. the closed fists mm-hmm. to allow that to come in. And I, I'm telling you what, it's Yeah, it's it hard. takes time. So what would you recommend? Yeah, great question. Christians like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the visual I get is is Moses with, you know, he is, there's a battle and, and um, Aaron and is it her, H-U-R? Whatever, sure. go with that. So when Moses keeps his hands up in the air, then they are winning the battle. When his arms are tired, his they stop winning. 
So when Aaron gets on one side and her gets on the other side and they hold his hands up, they win the battle. So whatever you're doing, have somebody on your right, have someone on your left to hold your hands up as you praise, as you question, mm-hmm. as you figure this out. There will always be the bullies we just read, that will people that will bully you mm-hmm. and try to get you to just believe what they believe. Right. That will get you religion. Mm-hmm. You want a personal relationship with Jesus? Get on your knees, get in the word, question it, talk to people, say the things you think you can't say. Right. And mm-hmm. when someone comes to bully you about it, turn to the person on your right, mm-hmm. person on your left, mm-hmm. okay. and let them love on you. Mm-hmm. Excellent that. advice. Yeah. I think that the analogy that I've heard, and I, I love this one when you're talking about um, gritting your teeth and holding on so tight, and this is this is kind of the, the flip side of that, which is when you're trying to love yourself or you're trying to feel that closeness. Um, someone had said it's when you're um, when you're like at the beach and you're holding wet sand. Mm-hmm. If you pick it up with your hands and you squeeze it and you really close your fist, you can't hold as much. It all squeezes out. Right. But if you want to hold the most amount of wet sand, you pick it up and you hold it really gently with your mm-hmm. hands open. Yeah. So right. your palms are open and you actually hold more. Yeah. And that was one of the analogies people have given um, to when you're trying to love yourself or be open to what God is telling you is to think about it not like it has to happen right now. I'm going to squeeze this until I get the right message. It's not going right. to Yeah, that's right. good. You've that's got good. to open your hands up and be open to whatever's yeah. coming and then more can come in. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. Great. And just know the things that offend people, that upset people so much that you question, don't upset God. Right. And so last thing I'll say, we'll wrap this up, that, you know, with all this Facebook stuff I do, this guy recommended a book called Unoffendable. I think the author author is Brent Hansen, something like that. I thought the author was Kim Honeycutt. I was well, let's go for with that. <laughs> I was like, I was like were you, on, were you a picture in there? Yes. <laughs> I got a beard, but that's not surprising at age 48. Not surprising at all. Oh, man. But anyway, the whole thing is, is is you know as christians we are it's not about not getting angry it's not about not getting offended we're to, we are called because we are set apart to not act out of offense mm-hmm. so all these people that are fighting on facebook and yelling at everybody and fighting over sexual orientation and everything else in the world all the stuff that is happening like no one can hear you and no one will change if you shame them, yell at them. When you put them down, they're not closer to heaven. You just put them closer to hell. Mm-hmm. So right. stop it in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's right. Amen for that. All right. We're going to end there. I'm going to go take a cold shower. Y'all have. <laughs> no, no, no. She is moving around <laughs> in her seat. She's ready. Well, this chair hurts. Really I need y'all fight. to know this. Yeah, it, it hurts my hurt. butt. Okay. God bless all y'all. This is the most real, authentic show you're probably going to find in Charlotte, North Carolina. We love you, and we'll see you next time.